What's up, guys? It's your boy Corey P. We got Britt from the block. We got Razo. Hey, we got Rach. And hey. this is Breaking Bread. What's up, guys? What's, What's going up? on? Ooh. Hey, everything great on my end. Okay. <laughs> on my end. <laughs> I'm great. Y'all ready to break bread? We are ready. What we got today? I don't know. You tell Say it loud. Oh. I'm black and I'm proud. I'm dancing. Y'all okay. Say it loud. Listen, I wish I that, that we were on video right now because y'all all would be rolling on the Because that was so embarrassing. <laughs> you like that dance. She liked that dance right there. She was oh. smiling. So say it loud. So for I'm those who don't know what you're talking about. Uh, positive black representation. Well, first let's say the say it loud. That was James Brown. Yeah, correct? that was James Brown. For yeah. those who don't know. Okay. Because you just said it so loud. People, not really. And know. you started dancing. Yeah, I know everybody knows. Yeah, I think about I everybody. Think, I think close to every everybody. single body. <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I said close. Okay. So, what we talking about? I just said what we was talking about. I'm sorry. What was it? You need a reminder? I yeah. Do. She was on listening. Positive black representation. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I think a lot of times, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting. We got a lot of stuff we could talk about. Um, but I remember. From my perspective, y'all remember the thing happened with H and M? No, what, what, happened? what happened? Yeah, yeah. wait, what? That. Oh, with the it was a little black boy had a monkey on his shirt. Yeah, y'all remember that? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, okay, so um, I was working and I was I had a you know coworker um, Caucasian lady and she said something. Me and I was talking. She said, "Core, I would have never thought about that." She was like, "I I, mm. I tell my kids all the time stop acting like little monkeys." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and and so she was like. She was thinking about climbing. She was right. like, mm-hmm. I got white kids. I'm not thinking like that's something, you know. So when I see it, like, that that didn't even make me think about it. Right. And that let me know at that moment that's why representation is important. Because sometimes it's situations where a person don't even have knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that goes on both ways. Like, you need representation from every perspective. But we see that black representation in, in America it's no, negative. Yeah, it, it's challenging. It, mm-hmm. we, we're not in a great place because you look at sports, you look at people who own the teams, you look at even at hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. The people who are making the money. When I say the artists, majority are black, but if you look at the record executive and the people who own the label, they're majority are white, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you don't have people representing in those arenas, then negative things can get out, similar yeah. to what happened with the H and M situation. Right. You know, if we had some black representation, you know, in that meeting, they would look like, I don't think exactly. there's that yeah, a great a, idea. There would have been a second <laughs> thought about it. Going on this yeah. <laughs> Do you think that was intentional? I can't speak for it, but I can speak that because I, I don't I don't know that, but I know if we would have had some some positive, and I'm gonna use that word too positive black representation in place um that that wouldn't happen yeah because well, somebody perspective a different, yeah but and i think so i think the, the challenge is when you don't have that then now people have to say is that intentional yeah you know like did you really are you know then the question like are you racist where it might it could have just been a mistake right yeah, yeah. but because you don't have nobody there to even vouch for it because you don't have no representation period right now i question that and I think that's the challenge. You know, you can't keep saying, I, you know, you know, people, I, I have black friends. But okay. <laughs> oh, what does that started. mean? Don't get me started. Like, what, like, at a certain point, like, we got to have, you need representation. Right. You need diversity. And that's just period. Because you need everybody having a say because they, they bring a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super important because, so... For me, for those who are listening that don't know, I'm I'm white. Um, but for me, growing up, like I had 
you know, I knew that if I wanted to be an astronaut, I could because I saw plenty of white women astronauts. You know, if I wanted to be a doctor, I could because most of the places I went to get care, there were white women as nurses or whatever. Like, it was never a question in my mind that that was something that I could do. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, like, I never it never dawned on me that there were people that I went to school with you know kids around me that didn't have that same thing yeah they saw um their parents in certain jobs and so that was what they thought that they could do um they didn't ever see you know the athletes they they knew they could be an athlete because you know they're that w- that's very much represented but that's about it whenever it comes to things and then in other arenas it's not necessarily seen as cool so you know they were like oh i could be an athlete i don't want to i want to be a teacher that's lame mm-hmm. you know but they didn't see that representation they didn't have that because i i saw a post the other day that was like asking about when you had your first black teacher yeah and i want to say it wasn't until high school that there were there were um there were black women in um the, the cafeteria line well that but like the principal's office and stuff so i saw that growing up but like an actual like instructor I think it was high school and so if you think about it like for me like that wasn't you know a big deal but for the kids in my class to have been not been instructed by someone that looks like them until high school their most developmental years growing up like that I feel like that does make a difference like now as a now as I'm older I'm seeing that it does make a difference yeah I mean because if you don't see you know, someone that looked like you, you, you assume that that's not attainable. Yeah. You know, you're like, that's not possible. And people tell you that. I remember the situation with um, um, when Barack became the president, President Barack Obama. Um, a story came about a young man who said he had told the teacher that I want to be the president. Uh, they was picking their careers. And what the teacher looked at him and said, well, you, you can't be the president. He said, why? I said, you're black. We never had a black president. You need to find something that's attainable. Mm. So even her from as an instructor didn't see it as attainable because she didn't see representation. Right. So the mindset that you see, and mm. now you have someone that then when it came, it's like, why? People like, oh, why everybody celebrating? Man, this never happened. Right. Yeah. Do you not understand? Yeah. Like this never happened before. Right. And, and, and the sad thing about it is we still have states. Yeah. That, that yeah. never happened. We the state we're living right now. We never had a black governor. Right. We never had a black elected like that represents the whole state. So we never had a black U.S. senator. Mm. Right. And you so you look at this and you say, well, why why is that important? Representation. Yeah. Right. yeah. And if you have everybody sitting at the table and they look the same, then how are you gonna how how can you represent all people? Right. 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 Yeah. I think it. I think it comes down to like. Honestly, it's the people that are right in power right now that it's their job to make sure those places look different. And that a lot of that is swallowing your pride and saying like I'm maybe not the best person for this job. Yeah. There there needs to be someone else here that can better do that and it's okay to say that, but a lot of people won't because they feel like that's them admitting that there's an issue. Yeah. Um, and no one wants to be that person, but somebody has to be that person so that we can continue to get rid of this issue. Yeah, because to me, when you know that you have people that are capable of doing the job, but they're not getting it because of 
their race or their skin color, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, and, and so when you, and then this to me, this is a major problem. When you're, let's just take athletics, right? You look at majority of um, the basketball teams, majority of are African-American players. Mm -hmm. But then when you go look at the coaches, you only have a few coaches. How is that possible? How is for the, all the, these guys are the, you, you saying that they are, the, you know, the best. They made the team. They make millions of dollars, right. of course. But then you can't find a coach. Right. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. You, you got to get to that place where you say, okay, guys, we what, what things that we need to do, especially as believers. Yeah. You know what I mean? One, I saw um, a post. I don't know a lot about it, but it just, um, I, I loved it, though. So Michael Todd is an African-American. Um, the church he took over, the founder, I, I don't know his name, um, but he's a Caucasian um, pastor. He had, he gave, you know, mm -hmm. gave him church, mentor, whatever. I don't know the process of doing it. But I love that, man. I, I, to, to see that from a biblical perspective, to see that, you know, he could have went with anybody. Mm -hmm. But he went with this young black african-american pastor you know what i'm saying and, and and mentor them and still is mentoring them and and put them in a position to be successful we need to see that in every arena yeah right. it shouldn't matter about color it should matter okay look i understand and then the, and the truth of the matter is that sometimes you got to think about and be intentional yeah some people don't want to use that word they don't want to say oh well you need to choose the best candidate i agree it, you, we need the best candidate but some things we need to be intentional yeah because the 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 <clears throat> african-american race has been left behind for so long. We in catch up on catch up mode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All these years we didn't get the resources that we needed. So now we need to be intentional and say, hey, if I'm an owner of a team, man, I'm gonna bring another a, a black owner on because yeah. for years they weren't even allowed to own it. Yeah. Or a coach, I'm gonna help get this coach ready because for years they didn't they weren't allowed to even be a coach. Right. You know, and this in our lifetime. Right. This is the right. crazy thing about it. Crazy. Yeah, I think. And I mean, I don't know, like, I want to, I want to open the floor to y'all because I mean, like, I know that you grew up in a world different than I did. I um, and like, what would that have done for you? Like seeing that somebody who looked like you, you know, was in all these different things. Like, I kind of want our kids today to look back and go, wait, you never had this, you know, you never saw this or whatever, because we intentionally well it does matter because i mean i never really like cared that much i was like i want to do that but i i did i didn't know so i was ignorant to like i could do all these different things and then when i found out about it mm -hmm. i did feel limited i was just like well you know it's not that many black girls that do that or it's not that many you know what i'm saying so it's just yeah. like you'd be like yeah, i can't do that but then when i got you know saved and i realized that you know there's no limits or whatever but it did matter being in Crichton as, as a little girl and all you saw us was either was at school, was in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. I never saw no office. I just started seeing a little bit of teachers. But I went to, yeah. I, at elementary, I didn't have my first black teacher till probably third grade. Yeah. And she wasn't my teacher, but I saw her. She was across the hallway. And I wanted to be in her class, but I couldn't. But you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it I think it's it simple. Does matter, it, though. Yeah, and it comes down to like even simpler things like like Corey was saying like being intentional cuz I can remember we had my school was a magnet school and so we had, you know, kids from all over. So fortunately I was able to grow up with people, you know, see kids who, you know, look different than me all the time, but like in the black history play, I was representing a black man. I'm obviously the very opposite of that. <laughs> they couldn't have got anybody else or they couldn't have just done the um, the 
the presentation in a different way. Yeah. Like, just small things like that that are like, that's not right. <laughs> and would, and hopefully wouldn't fly nowadays. But, like, it was continued to, to be, you know, allowed back then. And now it's like, why? Why did they let that happen? Yeah. Because you don't, you didn't have people in those positions sitting at the table thinking about it. And right. I think that's the thing. That's the problem. When you don't have people can say, okay, look, this makes sense right here. This don't make sense right here. That's the problem. Well, I guess I'll chime in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a different, I don't typically, believe it or not, I don't typically get into conversations like this. Okay. Or conversations about racism. Um because I am half black, half white, and I have I have a different viewpoint than mm-hmm. I guess everybody in this room. Um, because I have been I know we're not talking about racism. Racism, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, I have been treated wrong by white people and mm-hmm. by black people. Mm-hmm. I have seen white people in places and black people in places. Mm-hmm. Like when I was growing up we talked about school a little bit. I grew up in a predominantly white rich school like my younger years and then I switched went to the hood you know so I've had both I've seen both um I've never I was trying to sit here and think if I ever thought like man I I had no black teachers man I had no white teachers I've kind of seen both worlds Mm -hmm. like I'm literally right in the middle Mm -hmm. so I I mean I understand you know the point black how black folks feel sometimes believe it or not i understand how white folks feel um and so it's just i i don't know i just um i never thought i never saw you know like i said president anybody and said man i can't do that um i don't know my world is just different yeah just completely different um and unfortunately oftentimes and i don't think i'm the only one because a lot of mixed people Mm -hmm. i've had this conversation with them we kind of typically stay quiet because I mean, we're just, we're in like almost a different category sometimes. It feels like that at least. Hmm. Um, because, again, like I think the easiest way to explain it, excuse me, is with the whole racism thing. Um, because there's, again, it's like you go with the black folks and you're too white. Mm-hmm. Go with the white folks, I'm too black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so, but you bring a different perspective, and that's yeah, what yeah. that's what's needed. I yeah. think that's the thing is that when you talk about representation, is that everybody need to be represented, right? Yeah, Not just it. black people, but mixed people too. That's why I think in the beginning I asked if that was intentional, because this is hey, I'm not you know I'm just just throw for it, you know, just because there was a black child with a monkey on his shirt does not mean that that was racist. It yeah. doesn't mean somebody may have saw it, but if a white kid had a monkey, nobody would have said anything. Right. You yeah. know, and so it doesn't necessarily now that doesn't mean it isn't because yeah. there are racist people. Right. But I my eyes see two worlds. And so I always am looking like now sometimes it's wrong. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but sometimes let's be real. We're wrong. Sometimes we you know, I see both. And so when it comes to like representation, um, yeah, there's a lot of areas that are predominantly white. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we do need to get you know more of us Actual not even diversity. just us <laughs> Asians yeah, and Mexicans everybody yeah. everybody yeah. like it's not they're 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 kind of 
well, hidden too. You don't see too yeah. many Asian execs. I mean, oh, I was going to say something that may have come up wrong, but you know, I mean, you don't though. Right. Yeah. I think that, and I think you're, you're right in bringing in all of that because, you know, when you typically think about different different um, races and where they show up in our society it's generally you will all think of the same thing at one time and think about where they show up and so then it feels like we're limiting people to those boxes right. mm. and when in reality like we should be able to cross all spectrums and be in all places because of our purpose and where we're supposed to be right we shouldn't feel like we can't be somewhere because of what we look like that's right but that takes somebody breaking breaking the mold breaking the barrier that has been put in by sin honestly and going through and you know just blazing that path for people and it takes people you know being very confident in their purpose and being confident in god to to do that kind of stuff but especially nowadays when let's be real it's always been tense but nowadays when things are seem so like everything's got a spotlight on it now like mm. Brittany was saying about the shirt like yeah it could have been racist and it could have had racist motives and it, or it could not have but had someone of color been in like just a black person been in the room saying hey maybe I know that I know that that's a cute shirt and that color looks great on that kid. But, but for years y'all had a label with monkeys yeah. and now y'all want to put it on the shirt and right. it got some weight. Right. So yeah, maybe I mean, that's maybe thing. that's not a great idea. I know that you know we're in this photo shoot and you just pulled a shirt out for this kid to wear. Maybe not a great idea. Yeah. I know that's not what you meant behind it, but this is how it's going to be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because of y'all perspective on that, y'all. Well, well and what yeah. I, because of their perspective, yeah. like how they done painted this picture of us for years. Right. Yeah. That's why we offensive, or that's why we think because y'all done called us everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I get what you're saying, Brittany, too. Because I mean, we didn't call them some stuff too, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I understand. It so, go, it, yeah, it, 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 I think you always got to look at, at this point, different people perspective and hear from it. Yeah. Which is why we should all be. That's why the, the representation room. is important. And I think the reason why a lot of times from, because I'm going to be real. So I, I remember when I saw BET and I was like black entertainment television. And I thought to myself, but I didn't have, I'm young, right? I was like, I'm going to be, I said, if we had a, a white entertainment television. That would be. It would be a problem. problem. It would be yeah. a major problem. But then mm -hmm. the, the, the older I got, I realized the reason why they created a BET because black people weren't allowed to even be in movies. Yeah. And so at a certain point, that's a different from the, and I agree, everybody need to be able to Asians, whatever you come from, Hispanics, but we're talking about America right now. And, and for history of America, it's been black and it's been white. Asian people came in at a later point of time. But we were in slavery here in this country. And we were behind now. I don't know what they did in their country. Mm -hmm. I can't speak on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and we know they had some issues in their countries as well. But we're speaking here as black people being in America yeah. and how we've been treated for so many hundreds of years. And now... It's time for us to have that representation. Right. And then when a situation like that occur, we do question because we are not represented. Right. And then you got to ask yourself, well, why not? Especially if you are selling to us. Yeah. You're if, if your market is let's look at after you got a full team of uh, 13 is 15 players on a, on a basketball team and 13 are black. But you don't have no black head coach. What are yeah. you saying then? 
you don't have no black ownership. What are you saying then? When mm-hmm. you're saying we are we we are playing. Yeah. But you don't see that representation. And I think that's important. And I just and I think everybody is important. But you made a, a, a great point, Ross. You said that for so many years, you know, black people been represented in this light. Right. What does that mean? Like, I mean, what do y'all think about like from that perspective, you know, as how we are represented, you know, to everyone else? Well, one thing that I'm always mindful of, uh, like women, we are always portrayed, well, black women mostly in movies and things with the attitude, loud, ghetto, angry, or whatever like that. And I, that hit me personally because everywhere that I go, well, not in the past, from jobs I'd had, that's how I was perceived from the jump. Like before I even said anything, before I even did anything, they thought that like when I worked at the hospital, that's why I struggled with that. Like mm-hmm. people already, before they even knew me, they just knew that I was going to be the ghetto war, war clerk. The one like I, and then they was just like, when they would talk to me and see that I was helpful, the response would be, oh, you're actually, you're nice. Or, you know, you do a great job. Like that's not what I'm supposed to do. Like that I've had probably unintentional especially yeah. like the sweet old white ladies to come to me I'm like you're nice and like I couldn't be no other thing like, I struggled with that y'all yeah. and it was just like okay <laughs> y'all I think that I'm coming here and set it off so when it was times where somebody would really cross the line like families that would try to come in <laughs> and uh, try to come you know come at me I had to be mindful of how I would react because they already thought that I was going to set it off right, but yeah. I'm just sad I done had people try me at this hospital I'm talking about I had to get security but oh. you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying they you feel me like mm-hmm. it's like okay I knew it said her let me go but if you are white Asian Hispanic anybody would react this way it's just you know it's black girl. The perception. It's the perception been, yeah. that y'all been waiting on this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Can't even heat my collard greens up in peace. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to eat them, but I said it always had something to say. Yeah. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, it, it is a little different. You know, when I was coming up, um, I remember my first time dealing with it. Um, I was in the car. I was just listening to some music. It was actually Mardi Gras time, so my my mom loved you know the the theme you know Mardi Gras type mm-hmm. of music, the bands and. I had it blasting in the car, and um, lady got out the car, and um, she kind of looked at me, and she locked the door. And uh, when she get it, and so I was like, I'm thinking like, I'm a, like, but if you if it was a, you know, a young, and I'm in high school, but if it was some, you know, maybe young white, and and it could have been, I don't know, but you think like that because of the you know the issues in the past. Mm-hmm. If it was a young white boy listening to some pop music or rock music or whatever it is, even if it was hip hop. You know what I mean? What would the perspective be? I would have locked my doors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you, 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 it's different, you know, as, as a young black man. And, you know, sometimes you have that representation. Like I I have been treated like, man, you different. You be profiled. Yeah. But not even by giving a chance by you. It's by what they see on TV, on shows. It's just like, we don't have enough music. music. We don't have enough positive or diverse black you know what I'm saying yeah. representation that you know we can be professional we are you know what I'm saying we I just and yes. then when people do get in um I forgot what it was I, to be honest with you I kind of think it was the um NAACP like exec team I think there was a black man that was just fairly recently was a part of it and he was the first black it was something like of that. the NAACP. Yeah, and pe- that's why people were like, "This is how sweet." Yeah. But it was like some type of ex- some exec 
it was like all our present something mm-hmm. it was like all white men and then it was finally a black guy and then it was like celebrated real big it shouldn't have to be like that where when a black person gets into a position now we just yeah oh yay like you it should be normal it. right like yeah. okay cool you know hey this is your vein this is you know it should that's why we got to have these conversations yeah. and it's not just with you know everybody mm-hmm. everybody need to be represented that's why i love breaking bread you know um we had Rachel, of course, the white, um, what you, a young lady. She's a white. I'm a white girl. White, white girl. girl. <laughs> we had Brittany, and um, who's Meeks? Do you, and see, that's another thing. So I, I was think, waiting for him to say. Hey, no, seriously, I think too having these conversations for a long time. I yeah. didn't think um, white people like be calling white people. Like I thought they didn't want to be called Caucasian, like black, like you know, some black people don't want to be called African American. They call me black. Like we get into this place, but the truth is, we need to have these conversations. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's the tone that comes behind it because you know, whenever somebody calls me white, I'm like, yeah, obviously, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm very. My mom calls me severely Caucasian because, well, if you've seen me, you know. Um, <laughs> but like that stuff doesn't offend me because I know where it's coming from and I know that I am. Um, so if you don't know that you're white, then maybe that's an issue for you. But <laughs> but it, it all depends on like the spirits the spirit that's behind it because I know whenever I hear a white person, if they say something about black people and they say it in a certain way, then I know what they mean behind it. I get you. If they whisper it, <laughs> you know how white people do, they're like, black people. Like, no, I know that. Oh, well they do. Out loud, what you say? They do. Like when they're talking to other white people, they'll be like, you know, yeah. And they like whisper it, and okay. I'm like, "Speak up!" Or what do you have to say? And maybe too, that's a reason so because they, they don't think know. It's they're bad. not comfortable. Yeah, they're not comfortable that's saying. Not a what about you? Saying black. Do you? How you feel like? Um, do you call yourself me? What you call yourself? She calls herself Brittany. I know um, Brittany, but I'm saying, what do you consider I, like when people? What's the box you chicks? Yeah. Yeah. Black. Okay. Not just because you know if you have a drop of black blood. You black. No, you know, um, I can't speak for all of the mixed. Breeds out there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, I think a lot of times it's kind of like which side we kind of take more on to. I guess. Um, which I've and now I base this off of other conversations I've had with other mixed Mm -hmm. people. Um, you know, there's cultures. There's two different cultures. And so there's you know. There's the black side, there's the white side, which are two totally different. I mean, the family on the white side is totally different from the family on the, you know, my daddy's side. Right, right. <laughs> and so the food, the music, every single thing is different. So it's kind of like, which one do you take more to? There's some people that take more to their white side. side. Mm-hmm. They, they typically prefer white, um, the white culture, mm-hmm. music, food, everything. They don't play spades. They don't go to, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, there's, that's culture thing though. I mean, that's a culture thing. White yeah. people play spades? I mean, they don't, know. Do they do, play. but it's just, that's play. a, that's a, <laughs> they don't, you know, slap the they don't, and you know okay. but it's I just, that was a culture thing. they're more like, I mean, poker. it kind of is though. Oh, poker. poker. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, there's just white differences. White people don't play spades? Uh, well, you're not going to no no in my no barbecue in and my, they playing, they pulling out a deck of cards. Well, in my them. white experience, okay. no, I didn't know what spades was until I got to college. What? <laughs> but that's just our thing. Yeah. But um, I just take more on to my black side. However, I can fit in any atmosphere. Okay. So um, me I don't too. Know. I can fit in. You know, 
But look, I wanted to just just plug this in because okay, it was bothering it. me. I had to okay. look it up. On it, there was one black executive member on the NAACP, and it says despite a foundational commitment to multiracial membership. There was only one African American among the organization's original executives. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That is so wild to me. And I think uh, this may be controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, white people have to do better. Like, it's it's going to be because, because in the history of the United States, we hold the power. It just is what it is. You know, that's how our foundation was laid. If it, if anyone else is going to be able, if there's going to be any sort of equality, it's going to be on the backs of white people. They're going to have to do something. And it's not going to be an across-the-board thing until we do something. And I'm not saying this as, like, you know, this is the answer to everything and whatever. But from what I've understood and what I've studied, because, like, whenever, you know, I have a question about something or whatever, I love to research that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, from from what I've read historically, like that's gonna be the only way that's gonna happen, yeah. and these people are just gonna have to gonna have to say, yeah, this is wrong. There's some things that are you know very fundamentally wrong with what we're doing, and we have to change it. But you're gonna have to be intentional about it. I yeah. think also this is just my opinion. Um, as far as like black folks go, like if somebody's you know desiring to be an executive and old maybe. Um, and that's their purpose because it was or agent anywhere yeah. mm -hmm. and that was their purpose you know like they're created to be in a position like that um, again it goes back just follow God's lead because mm -hmm. I think when it comes to and it all ends up being about race it, yeah so when it comes down to these racial issues these are heart issues and so personally like that's why I don't be tripping off of people when it comes to racism like I can't, there's nothing I can say to make you change. Yeah, it's your heart. Mm -hmm. Only God can change you, not you. But you know what I'm saying? I like when you. when I'm out somewhere, and somebody, because I get it, I get it from both sides. Right. I don't. I try not to entertain it too much because I don't want. I'm not. I can't focus on what you're displaying because it's internally. You know. So when it comes to stuff like that, you can't fix that. Like you can't. You can talk to people all day. We can have these conversations, but the heart, that matter mm -hmm. of that heart. Mm -hmm. that's that's i mean we planting seeds don't right. get me wrong it's not going to waste these conversations right. but i think when somebody in these positions um for them to accept black people or asians anybody um i think that's 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 internal work that they got to do with god yeah um, because you got to sure. love all people yeah we sure. if you love god you love people and right. people aren't it didn't say white people it's just people and <laughs> so like good. as far as the people who are trying to get in these positions um as long as you're following god and you you know you moving how he saying to move and when he says to move yeah the doors will open right and when they're open you walk boldly in your purpose despite whatever is thrown at you right. and god will handle and fight your battles um because it's tough you know yeah. it's tough to break these type of barriers and all you can the only way that i would say you can break it is with love yeah yeah and i think we just got to realize we want race man you know when you look at it god made us all mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we all god kids so we shouldn't even look at that you know but the problem is that we have for so long you mm -hmm. know and so now we got to be intentional put things in place but you know the interesting thing um i was you know we have art 
at the um, club I work at, and they do these crayons, these particular type of crayons, um, like realistic. I don't know the exact name, but it's like for drawing people, right? Like melanin. Yeah, like Did yeah, color so shape? color shape, yeah. And um, when they have, so in the colors, they don't have black or white. Mm. All we all like because it's it's no black and white. It's all color. We all really color people. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. different, you know, different shades. shades. Yeah. So when I was looking at, I'm like, that's crazy. It just hit me. Like the crayons don't even do that. They couldn't even like when it, those type of crayons. When you're trying to create a real person, you don't just not a black crayon or white crayon. You just got the different shades mm-hmm. going all the way down. And you're I, not black. Yeah. You're actually like a, a mocha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. You pick up a crayon. You're picking up the mocha. Yeah. yeah. And so and <laughs> you're right. And so my thing is that we're as a society we put these things in place, and as the body of Christ, we have to change. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We'll all with the word we'll create an image of God and his likeness yeah it didn't say black it didn't say white it didn't say asian it didn't say none of those things we're creating the image of god and i think as believers we got to start it out first and then they need to spread you know until we do that then we're going to continue to see these problems yeah. but that's why i love breaking bread because we represent all <laughs> oh i think too like in in the past that the bible has been used in the wrong way yeah um by Caucasian people and now now you see more that the word itself is being taught but there are people who are um, hesitant toward it because of the way that it was used before and I think that it's our job all of us to um, show who God really is and do that in our daily actions and then the things that we put out into the world and the things that we say and the things that we do and all that kind of stuff um, because there is there are people who are hesitant toward it because of the way that it's been used in the past and they only want to um you know they kind of want to push it away because they're afraid that it's going to do what it did then too yeah um so we have to understand like the character of god like you said he made us all we're all you know in his image and his likeness so if you understand who god is then you'll realize that there's this all this back and forth is really just nonsense yeah Yeah. you know i want to be clear um with what i had said before um i'm not saying to be passive like Mm -hmm. oh just ain't nothing we can do now i just think that there's ways that we can move yeah i think that and i think it just biblically there's ways we can move and i and i agree for the same thing for for white people i'll speak for the white people um that i think that we need to do the same thing um, I know somebody who's close to me said one time, um, you know, every time I come in contact with a black person, they just think I'm bad. <laughs> I'm like, because most of the white people they've come into contact are. <laughs> like, they don't treat them right. Mm-hmm. So if they have their guard up around you, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. It's how they've been treated in the past. Mm-hmm. Just the same thing, you know, it, that could go for, for, you know, we could use that for a bunch of different situations. But I, I spoke to that person, I said, look, it's your job to show Christ in every situation to every person you come into contact with. And if someone who is, you know, black, you know, Asian, Hispanic, they see you and they feel threatened by you, that's, it's not your job to just like say, oh no, I'm different than, you know, no, you still show Christ and you show, you know, the love of God. 
Um, but you don't need to be offended that someone saw you in the light that you, you're, you know, some people who look like you have been portrayed for this whole for yeah. long time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it was interesting you said that because, like, for me personally, um, personally, white people have nothing too much to me personally. I'm saying, like, like I directly came, to you. Yeah, directly to mm-hmm. me. So when I meet a white person, I don't think like what that. Yeah, there are some people that yeah, do. That do yeah. yeah, but but I do think that I think as black people we listen though, and I think the sometimes the statement come across like maybe that person feel like they've been threatened by white people or been mistreated by white people, but I think we gotta listen to the verbiage. So let me give you an example when people say racist police officers. If the police officers get offended by it, listen to the first word. It says racist. It didn't, it didn't <laughs> so say, if you're not racist. <laughs> yeah, you feel what I'm saying? And I think sometimes even that goes with white people and black people. Yeah. If they if we say something dealing with, you know, a black male dealing with like, oh, you all black? No. Mm. I'm talking about this one black situation. You know what I'm saying? This one situation or this one. And I think we take it because society has created that yeah. it created this division that anytime we speak about anything it seems like we're talking about all yeah. i mean it's the same it, i feel like it's the same thing with christians too yeah one yeah. christian messes up now it's all these pastors out here robbing folks yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what i mean yeah. like it's not everybody and yeah. just like it's not all cops it's not all white people yeah, yeah. you know maybe there's a plethora of them that yeah. you've experienced, but it's not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and going back to our topic, that's why representation is so yeah, important. See. It's yeah. so important because, you know, with everything that's going on right now, with you know the the police brutality and all of the um, cases and you know all that kind of stuff. Like, I know people who are who live in fear every day because of that kind of stuff. But you know, we have to we have to shift the perspective and if you know if we have different people in these different places of representation you know we can get to the root of the problem quicker i feel like yeah Um, because you have all these different backgrounds and ideas and you know perspectives coming into play and then you can really get down to the root of the problem because people can show you the different sides of everything and you can figure out what's really going on because i learned something new today I didn't know that, you know, white people didn't like playing spade. Like, well, uh, they don't like it. I mean, they just they don't play. So let me get so let me get example. Like, so <laughs> if if you wasn't here and say I had a I'm planning a, a party, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Event, and I'm like, man, God, we're gonna have a spade time. And say this is a diverse group we, mm-hmm. we're bringing, like. If we want to know that, right? Because the representation. Now you or Uno. Yeah, Uno. Or somebody come in and say, look, hi, I don't know. Everybody don't play spade. You know what I'm saying? See, yeah. that's why I represent. And not even just from one black person or one white person. It's just even backgrounds. Yeah. That's yeah. why re- representation just, we just need it, guys. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, y'all enjoyed. I enjoyed this conversation because I learned something new. Um, that's how you learn nah, or is that white people don't play space <laughs> I know it's interesting because I love space but you know right? why I think that's the case and I mean then we can get up <laughs> off of this let's just be real right most of the time you learn how to play space when you're young because you're watching you, the you're adults playing. play right yeah. as an adult People don't you typically teach other adults how to play spades. Yeah. You no, just don't. If you try to come in on the table, they're gonna try to play. Nah, I want you to Yeah, but you know, that. so it there's no there's really no learning like in your household. And so, you know, at I'm not trying to be funny. But you know, at Billy's house, maybe <laughs> You can say at Rachel's house because yeah. I'm just playing. I'm just a jokey joke. Just yeah, a jokey he, joke. I bet he could play poker though. 
Right. It was Go Fish and Uno. You know, like they play <laughs> like the parents in the household. Yeah. It's just different. So that's where yeah. you know that's I think that might be the only reason why. Yeah. I think it's I think it's also important to sub- submerge our kids in different yeah. environments. Um, because then they see that kind of stuff and they, I mean, it, it's not a good or, it's not a difference in good or bad. Like, it's just, just different. 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 Yeah, right. that's it. You know, and so I think it's important. Everybody should be invited to the table and, and the cookout. And the cookout. <laughs> and you bring whatever card game you play. Yeah, let's play that. I like that's learning new things. That's the conclusion of breaking bread. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this is Breaking Bread. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. See you next time. Y'all have See a good later. one.